0: Hey party people! How you doing? Okay, today we are talking about flexing, which I didn't break down in the episode, but a flex would equal like you showing off, kind of. Hmm. Um, more it's like I don't showing off is definitely not the right term, but a flex inevitably is like you you're doing you. You're being bold about you. What are you about? What, you know, what are you? What do you show off? And we're breaking that down. What is important to you? What are the things that matter to you? How do you want to flex in this world? Uh, Okay, let's go. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Uh, The Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through, different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place and alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and um, being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. Hey dreamer, so great to see you or hear you or you hear me, you hear me, see me. Okay, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in all of our greatness. You know, that's just the daily practice of basically affirming great things in our life to create a frequency illusion that we are great. And when we do that, very thing and we practice it every day even 5 days a week we tend to operate at higher levels of greatness and attract greater things into our lives and believe that we deserve greatness because we're looking for it and we're finding it we're not looking for terrible things about ourselves da da da, da greatness grounding okay let's go ahead and dive into that so today i was out this morning walking the Daug and we were walking and I was just thinking like, man, we're just, we're doing a lot of things. We, me, I'm doing a lot of things and I feel so much closer to where I want to be. And every day I feel closer and I'm meeting more people and it just feels better. And I'm not perfect in showing up in the way that I want to, but like, I'm, beginning to understand how I would show up and I'm forcing myself to show up to more places, even though it's wildly uncomfortable. It's super uncomfortable, I think, because I haven't peopled in so long. Um, I was just really alone for the last year. And so now going out as this completely different person, Than how I have gone out into the public as for, you know, 32 years of my life. It's just a whole different thing. I can't even explain it as well as I want to. I'm sure I'll be able to put words to it once I'm a little bit further out from this moment. Um, But for right this second... It's just hard. It's it's hard when you kind of completely revamp and re find who you're meant to be in this world. It's hard to know how to show up, what is showing up as this person, how does this person interact, what do they do, what are they about? And you know, that that has been easy to contain and own in my own spaces. But I find as I go out and work to interpret and not internalize other people's energies, it's hard. It's hard to do and it's hard to understand how to do that. But every time that I go out and it's a force at this point, every time that I force myself out, I'm finding clearer lines for what that means and better understanding how this new person can show up <clears throat> either way this morning when i'm walking the dog i'm ask to the universe i'm like just any sign i'm looking up at the stars you know cuz i'm like a shooting star would be a great sign universe just if like you're throwing out just ones for me that would be a good one cuz i really like that one if you wanted to do that and i'm like just a sign that i'm supposed to be here that this is the right place This is the right time, and I'm looking up at the sky, and then I look over and see this entire flock of flamingos in my lawn. Just, yep, the plastic pink flamingos just sticking up all over my lawn. And our library does a fundraiser, and so they do this. You get flocked. But in order to get flocked, someone would have to recognize you as someone worth flocking, as someone who like counts in their book that they just want to surprise for the pure sake of surprising them. And then they actually donate money in order to give you this surprise. Right. And it wasn't like someone was like, you know, Hannah, Hannah should really be flocked. It was certainly for my children. But I think it was like, The most beautiful sign that whatever I'm doing, we, we exist, right? And I had been searching for existence for a very long time. And I think not being acknowledged and not existing was purely out of my race, consistent, determined race to win. And it's not like I'm not racing to win anymore. It's just like I'm not running so fast that I can't see anything in front of me. That I don't recognize and talk to my neighbors. That I don't know the people around me. That I don't take time to get to know and and know people's names. And work and exist and absorb life. Like, I'm not running. And when you aren't running, you aren't running from people People can see you. And I had been in my adult life so invisible because of this constant pace. Because of this determined pace to win that I existed, right, but no one really knew me. No one really knew who I was or what I was about because I wasn't really about anything other than winning and determination. And those are super great things. Great. Except for like, nobody knowing you exist is a real lonely way. And they knew that I existed, but I only really existed to win and to find ways to win for other people. And if I wasn't doing those things, I was no good. And that is a real exhausting way to live. And I don't know. It was just like, hey, universe, I'd like a sign. Oh, boop. Hi. Oh, hello, little family of flamingos. And it's funny how bird focused my signs are. I will say... Those are some of the biggest ones. And I'm sure that it's like, well, yeah, God's up there going, I mean, a bird's a little bit easier than a shooting star. Like there's a lot that goes behind that. So I can't just be dishing those up all the time. But like birds, I got right. He'd just be like, like, like I imagine a a fairy tale princess who just whistles a couple of times and God's like, okay, send this bitch a bird (laughs) for goodness sakes keep reminding her, send her some numbers, do those things, just keep her on track. She needs a lot of coddling at this point. And he knew. He was like, okay, I mean, the birds aren't doing it. She's still asking for a freaking sign. Let's throw this girl a bone, throw some flamingos in her lawn. Maybe that'll show her. And it does. And I I know I told you I'm not asking for signs anymore, but still once in a while, and just like, you get to moving, and it's just nice to have reassurance. Like, yep, okay. We're still doing good. We're still on this path. We're still going where we're supposed to be going or we're at least headed in the right direction, right? I don't know where we're going. Actually, I know exactly where we're going. I don't know how we're getting there. I don't know how long it's going to take. There's no... GPS prediction of how this happens and what we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to be getting there, there may be really amazing detours that end up taking us down roads that lead us to these beautiful geysers that we couldn't have experienced any other way if we had taken any other direction and we didn't know, right? And so that's my great thing. It's just like, Getting that sign, knowing that we're still headed in the right direction, having really no idea how soon or how anything happens from here, and just continuing the course. Following what feels good and paying attention to the signs and being willing to exist and continue navigating how to exist in this world. That's my great thing. It is not easy to strip yourself down and create a new person because you've realized that you haven't been the person that you're capable of being and that you haven't done the things you know you're being called to do. So it's fun. You should do it too. It's so fun. You should completely change your entire life. You're going to love slash completely hate yourself for that. But on the other side, it feels am- amazing's not the word. Um, it feels challenging, but like in a good way, like a good hurt. Like if you stretch it a little bit further, you're certain that your leg is going to step in half. It's like that. But you keep going anyways, because it kind of feels good because it kind of feels invigorating, because it definitely feels better than what you were doing before. Okay, let's go ahead and dive all the way in. Make sure that you take time for yourself. Ground yourself in your own greatness. I do about a 10-minute reflection usually on my great thing. If you're just starting this practice, you're just joining this podcast, you just want to get started with greatness grounding, take like a minute just really intentionally think about something that you feel great about in your day, in your life right now. Um, It's sort of gratitude, right? But we're talking about creating a frequency illusion. So we're constantly calling greatness into our lives to call more of it into our lives, to see more of it in existence and start to create this abundant, great life, this like greatness wall that just revolves around us. So it doesn't have to look like a 10-minute reflection like it does on this podcast. It could look like a one minute if that's what you have time for today. Because I know time is hard and crunched always. Always. Okay, so go ahead and do that. Just do it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. All right. You're doing it right right now? You could just pause you could do it right now. You got a second? Okay, do it. Okay. So today we're talking about time being the ultimate flex. And I saw this maybe as a um, TikTok, if I had to guess, I don't know. But they had said like, dude, money, cars, all that stuff. That's not the flex anymore, right? And maybe, just maybe... That has never been the flex, right? Maybe those things have always been considered the flex to people who don't understand how flexing really works, right? Because if you really think about it, the people who own the most wealth in this world don't work at all. They don't. They put their money to work. And money going to work does not look like labels in your closet and cars in your garage, right? That's not money going to work. That's money going to rest. You have done laid that money to rest. Good night. And I love a good branded thing. I love intentionally spending money on things that are going to last you a long time that you love. I absolutely love it. I think that is the best way that you can use your money to like love yourself the way that you want, like get yourself what you want. So you don't spend the money twice. I am all for that. Okay. If there's something that means something to you, I want you to have the things that you love in life. No question, but let's not lay all that money to rest. Like let's start using that money to invest in ourselves, to invest in our environments, to invest in our empires, to invest in the things that we feel inspired to build and grow. And maybe that looks like investing in yourself, right? Maybe that looks like saving yourself a little money every month so you can buy a new book that's maybe going to take you to another level. Maybe that looks like saving a little money every month so that you can go to a conference this year so that you can go to a new level. Maybe that looks like saving a little money so that you could take a course at the local college. Like what is that for you? Because that investment in yourself is not money laid to rest. Okay. Money laid to rest looks like something that sits somewhere. Right. It's fluid. Money's gone. Gone. Bye. Here you go. Car. Boom. Gone. Okay. And you need all those things but I'm saying this is not where we want to flex anymore. No, no, no. Let's get over that. Let's not do that. Let's start flexing with time. Let's start a freedom flex. Okay. What does that look like? And one of the biggest things is like, what does it look like to not be owned by your possessions? What does that look like? right? Because think about how much time you put into doing laundry. Think about how much time you put into taking care of your home, you put into taking care of your vehicles, you put into X, Y, and Z, all these things that you own that you have to take care of that require maintenance. So if you think about it, the more things you own, the less time that you have to do the things you want to do. Okay, pretty simple concept. We don't even need to break that one down. The more things you own, the less time you have to do the things you want to do, right? Test me on it. Okay, you you like going camping. Cool, great. So you buy yourself a camper. Cool, great. I assume that that camper is going to take some maintenance, right? You have to winterize it. You have to store it. You have to get it out of storage. You have to unpack all the things. You have to repack all the things. When you get home from this wonderful camping trip, you have to clean it out before you go. You have to prepare it and pack it, right? Think about that. So now, while we get to enjoy weekends, we're we're involved. We're invested. We're investing our time, which is cool because we like it. Right. So maybe that's worth it for you. But if you're at a point in your life where you want to build this freedom flex, right, instead of just being able to post on Facebook that you own a new thing, if you're like, oh, I own a new thing, but it's a business, (laughs) I own a new thing, but it's a podcast, I own a new thing, but it's a, a book that I wrote and I'm now self publishing, like these are things that let your money keep growing. And allow you to keep going. Going wherever you want. You want to go volunteer at an event for two days? Say that you just wanted to do that because you just like these environments. You could. You could just go. You could flex your life. You could handle that. You could make that happen for yourself. Right? Because now you've created this freedom flex where your life is super flexible and super free and you just get to sort of flow into things you think you might like, you might want to test out and see, right? Imagine having that flex. Imagine having that kind of freedom, right? What could you do with it? What would you explore if you had more freedom right now? What would you do? And for some of you, that's probably a really complicated question, right? Because I know for me, that was one of the most complicated questions that I had. Like, yikes. No, 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 no. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not. No, thank you. Nope. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And it's like this way funny joke, which I have done rants on podcasts about (laughs) how it's not really all that funny to be like, I don't know what I want to be when I I grow up. I think all the time about this. Like you're going to be a million things. The likelihood that you choose one thing and stick with it. Like that's just such an old time and thought. I don't want to go on a rant about a career day, but like my kid has a career day coming up and I'm like, Does she get to change? Because the girl wants to be a unicorn riding cowgirl veterinarian dancer. Okay. I don't know how to create that outfit. But I'm going to try. I am. And, you know, how wrong is she? She's not wrong. Right? Think about this. Okay. So maybe while she's going to school, she gets a college scholarship to dance. Let's say that. Okay. So for four years of her adult life, she's a dancer. That's how she identifies herself while she's going to school to be a vet. Right? But she can't be a vet yet. Why? Well, she doesn't have her degree. Okay. She goes on two more years. She keeps dancing. Maybe she dances at a dance academy and teaches lessons and enjoys that while she's completing her master's. Okay. Now she graduates. She stops dancing. Maybe she's going to coach some dancing classes on the side just to stay in it. Right. But now she's a vet. She's going to start out her own vet clinic. Cool. And once she becomes a vet, then all of a sudden she finds this like new wealth and love of animals and she becomes a cowgirl who rides cows, probably not cows, probably horses, maybe unicorns, right? We're not one thing. We don't have just one identity. We don't pick one thing in preschool and get it right and only do that one thing forever. And I think we're setting kids up to choose too soon, Right? And how many of us work into this idea that we have to be one thing forever, or we've gotten it wrong? A lot of us, right? Gosh, I, I thought that I just needed to be this one thing, and that was the only way to really get successful. And if I didn't do that, if I didn't stay at one company, then I would probably never work my way up, and I would never see any sort of success. And so I needed to stay at a company, even if I was miserable, the misery is only gonna last for so long. And I should just stick it out. Because that's the fast path to success. The degree, and then a stable job at a stable company that you sort of just suck it up and get through the sucky years until you grow up into management. But the problem is, along with that. Right? The more money, the higher flex, all the things that we're supposed to be excited about. You get less time. You don't get more. The job doesn't get easier. It gets harder. Right? Whereas with this freedom flex, where you're using your money to invest in yourself, where you're using your money to invest in things that you want to do, companies that you want to build, the job keeps getting easier. You grow into less and less time commitment because you get better at it. Right. This very podcast I started, it used to take me about three hours of production for every episode. Right. And we do five a week. So I was spending, I'm not great at math, three times five, 15, 15 hours a week to produce a podcast that literally one person listened to in the beginning. A lot of people joined in just to kind of find ways to make fun of me and the things that I was doing. Um, but, Really one person was actually listening and taking it in and probably not taking it to co-workers to talk shit about me later. Um, thank you, Erica. Uh, <laughs> and so like, that's a big time commitment, right? That's crazy. But now it probably takes me about, I would say total time and I I prep all day long. So it's kind of hard to document Total time, Um, but I would say now production and assets. It probably takes me about 45 minutes to crank out an episode, right? And that's a major flex. But we we didn't start there, right? And once I'm able to hire people and I can add people to my team and they can help assist in the production, it'll take me like zero minutes. It'll take me a half hour to record an episode, and I won't have to do anything else. Right, because I'm already making the list of things that I'm going to send off to someone else. Definitely going to get an editor. I promise you, we will not always misspell things. Well, we might. I can't. I can't. Right, we're going to get an editor at some point. It's going to happen. Um, but it doesn't get harder. You don't commit more time. Whereas, if I was in a career and I was doing a podcast like this okay, right. And then I get promoted and then I have, people under me, and then I'm in charge of management, and then I have less time because I can't take any PTO because my PTO always comes last to everyone else, and I know leaders eat last, so that's just the expectation, and so I get to take maybe a week here and there, and I just am banking a bunch of PTO, and I feel great about that because I'm like, you know what, I got all this PTO, ooh, and that's what companies sell you on, right? Like, you're going to have all this PTO except for you're going to have all this PTO you can't use because you have deemed yourself irreplaceable. And so you have more work than you even know what to do with. And guess what? You're not irreplaceable. Someone's going to come in and replace you in two seconds and they're never even going to know that you existed. That's what's funny. But we convince ourselves that that's not possible and that that could never happen. And that we have to stay in this position and that we can't take any PTO because then people actually might see that we're not all that valuable and then they might get rid of us. And then what would we do? Because how would we find a job? We've committed ourselves to this job. How do we do that? What would happen? How would our life work out? Right? And we're basically just working ourselves all the way up to get to this place where we don't actually get to enjoy any of it cool you got money now great hope you enjoy your hour commute that you're on a meeting with in your nice car geez glad you got the tesla that you could just drive all over the planet because it's less gas and it's just a really fun vehicle to drive but you don't have any time to drive it anywhere except for to your crappy job but it sure looks nice in that garage. Whew. Tesla flex, which I'm all for. Guys, we're buying a Tesla, okay? It's going to happen. But like, that's an afterthought. All this money right here, all this money that comes in, right? We're feeding right back into this business somehow. We're producing assets. We're producing things that people will be able to buy that give us more freedom that give us more time to travel and explore and do those things to go speak at events that take months of planning and preparation to be able to put in that time and that effort right time freedom is the freaking flex stop getting tricked into thinking that it's all the, the, the things right like do you actually get to go on trips? Do you have a job where you can go explore the world? Are you excited about exploring the world? What, what excites you? What, what are the things that you want to do? What is flexing for you? And if it's things, that's awesome. Then work your way up. Then buy all the things. Then post. Do it. Yes. Whatever that flex is for you, it's important that you get intentional about that. If you're similar to me, and some may even say crazy, um, that flex looks like freedom. That flex looks like being able to travel, being able to just pick up during the week and go, oh, yeah, that sounds fun. I want to go do that. Okay, going to. Bye. Cool. i going to just pack up my suitcase for a couple days. Go explore. Go do that. Go try that out. Right? What is it for you? What is that flex? And don't be tricked into what everybody else's flex is because yours is what it is. For me, the flex is freedom. And I had realized that I was working myself into an environment, in a situation that was slowly building to less and less freedom. And that was never going to take me anywhere that I wanted to go. I was never going to do the things that I cared about in this world. It was never going to allow me to do that. And so it was vital that I started to figure out what I wanted to do. Not what the world wanted me to do. And finding what that is, is really important. Because my guess is a good, 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 good percentage of the world and likely a lot of millennials who are raised by people who are just like money hungry crazy people who are like just make money just go to school this is how you get successful go make money go do that right don't look back my guess is a lot of us are searching for purpose and even if you're not on that side, but you've been burnt by that side and you realize that it doesn't work, right? And maybe you're in that generation, but you're coming back and you're going, geez, that didn't really work out. This, this is where the importance of understanding what actually matters to you is. And I think when you age all the way up and you're reflecting back and you just go, I think I found a study that said the one thing, That everybody says as they're dying is that they wish that they had spent more time with the people that they loved. Right? But we're constantly just exchanging time for money. Why? Because that's what we're told we're supposed to do. I'm telling you, at least for me, the flex for me is freedom. I am no longer exchanging time for money that I don't decide on the time commitment for. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at the death of a dream. That's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there and then Hannah Nuss on LinkedIn. Go ahead and check out the website. If you feel like it, there are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast. Um, and you can reach out and contact me anywhere. If you have any questions, message me. Let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.